Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This morning, day of chaos. Melbourne brought to a standstill as furious tradies riot. COVID impact, Sydney's family-friendly New Year's Eve fireworks cancelled for the second year. Border bubble bursts, fed up Queenslanders demand an end to lockdown madness. And historic meetings, Scott Morrison and Joe Biden fend off the French. We're live to the US. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Police in Melbourne are bracing for more protests today after an angry mob took over the city in a backlash over the shutdown of the building industry. Thousands of protesters hijacked the Gateway Bridge, marched on Victoria's Parliament and assaulted police and onlookers. An angry mob rule on Melbourne streets, bringing the city to a standstill for a second day. Riot police were prepared. Leave now, or force may be used. But in places, overwhelmed. Their vehicles attacked as they sped away, colleagues retaliating with tear gas. How are we supposed to live? How are we supposed to live? A two-week shutdown of Victoria's construction industry igniting anger. The target, the CFMEU, the state government and the media. The crowd is certainly getting bigger and they're very passionate. I've just been struck in the back of a back back of the head by a can. I'm not sure whether you saw that, mate, but uh, that really hurt. Our journalists attacked live on air, placed in a headlock, even sprayed with bottles of urine. Hey! Oh, hey, hey, hey! Dude, dude, dude! Hey, 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 back off! Back off! By mid-afternoon, they'd taken over freeways and blocked traffic riding on top of vehicles. The whole Westgate Bridge, half of it is covered with people standing up for this now. Many were legitimate tradies rallying against mandatory vaccinations. You want to take the vaccine? Go ahead, mate. Take a litre of it but don't force it on the rest. Others allegedly inciters and professional protesters. There is a network of hard-right man-baby Nazis, you know, just people who just want to cause trouble. These man-babies, they want to complain about the vaccination. Keziah Dawn, 7 News. Sydney's New Year's Eve spectacle will be scaled back for a second year. The family-friendly 9pm fireworks have been cancelled, despite the state's scheduled reopening in coming weeks. The council says the move is necessary to manage the uncertainty of the virus. The midnight event will still go ahead in a smaller capacity, while the mental health minister is pushing for school formals to still go ahead later this year.
Queensland's border bubble with New South Wales has burst again as fed-up Queenslanders demand an end to lockdowns. A COVID-positive worker from Sydney visited Ballina, Byron Bay and Tweed Heads, sparking a snap seven-day lockdown of the regions. The case has been revealed as a crew member of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. That would present a real risk to the southern parts of the Gold Coast. While a police officer has been stood down, charged for helping his daughter cross the state line without a valid pass. Australian kids aged between 5 and 11 could get a COVID jab by the end of the year. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. The Federal Health Minister has written to the head of the pharmaceutical giant. Yeah, that's right, he has, Jody, asking the company to provide the data from its recent clinical trials that show that its vaccine is safe and effective in young children. Uh, the company announced on Monday it would soon be applying for emergency approval from regulators in the United States with similar applications in Europe to follow. In his letter to the managing director of Pfizer, Greg Hunt invited the company to submit an application to our regulators at the same time so its vaccine can be approved as soon as possible. He says Australia has more than enough supplies of Pfizer to cover primary school-aged kids. Once it has been given the green light by the Therapeutic Goods Administration, experts say it's possible we could see kids as young as five getting the jab before Christmas. Jody, Thank you, Rob. The high roller room in Perth's Crown Casino remained open during COVID lockdown. A royal commission heard the invite-only Pearl Room was not closed during WA's most recent lockdown, breaching government rules. The move contradicted a claim to shareholders that gaming floors were closed. The world is facing an uncertain economic recovery with growth forecasts lowered globally. The OECD is warning of a slow bounce back until there's more widespread deployment of COVID vaccines. Australia's forecast growth has been hit with a sharp downgrade thanks to lockdowns in major cities. But the country should avoid a double dip recession. Convicted rapist and fallen NRL star Jared Hayne is back in court today, being sued by his alleged victim just months after he was locked up for two counts of sexual assault. Hayne will face the Supreme Court after he was convicted of raping the Newcastle woman in 2018. The former Parramatta Eels fullback was jailed for a maximum of five years and nine months, but has maintained his innocence. Queensland is gearing up for the bushfire season, launching one of its most valuable fighting tools. The large aerial tanker water bombing plane is prepared for action ahead of a dangerous few months. Based in Bundaberg, the tanker will be shared between Queensland and Victoria over the next four bushfire seasons. A landmark Australian study has uncovered a new way to treat type 2 diabetes and obesity. Researchers focused on the lymph vessels that drain the gut and found a high-fat diet causes them to change and leak over time. They've gone on to develop a treatment using a modified anti-inflammatory drug. It's hoped the findings will not only help treat diabetes and obesity, but perhaps prevent or even reverse it. A new early video therapy trialled in Australia has reduced the clinical diagnosis of autism by cracking each toddler's unique communication code. Researchers worldwide are calling it their holy grail, hoping it will transform how and when autism is treated. Building blocks his way. 
to... Lincoln has unlocked a piece of the autism puzzle even before he was old enough for doctors to know if he's on the spectrum. He didn't cry at all. From birth to his first months. Lincoln would happily look everywhere but my face. Wow, his mum knew something was different. We'll wait and see until the eight-month appointment. We'll wait and see. We're told that a lot. So, you know, whereas... I guess my mother's gut instinct was, OK, I know there's something not quite the same. She signed up to a world-first trial of babies 9 to 14 months, providing preemptive intervention before most neuroconnections develop. Video playback pinpointed how each child and parent learns best. To identify those strengths, use them as the building block for future development. When you stop and noticing, someone doesn't have to be looking at you to show that they want to engage with you. By the time participants turned three, the rate of clinical diagnosis was reduced by almost two-thirds, reducing sensory issues, repetitive behaviour and communication barriers before they formed. This is more proof it doesn't need to be debilitating and definitely doesn't define a child's life. And what we hope to see is greater educational outcomes and, of course, later into life, greater life outcomes as well. Whoa! Because that's every parent's holy grail. Jessica Page, 7 News. Solar power technology is helping save many Australians thousands of dollars each year on energy bills. In some cases, they're even making a profit. It's all part of a virtual power plant system generated from the comfort of your own home. Abandoning the battle against ever-rising energy bills, some have seen the light and are living off the grid. With the, the solar and battery system, I've achieved 97% um, 90, self-sufficiency, which I think is great. Paying nothing per month, Pascal saves thousands a year, and it's a growing trend. Between 2.6 million and 3 million Australian households have solar panels installed. Within a decade, another 3 million will come online, the average household saving over $200 a month. Excess power even stored and sold back to the grid at a premium. We're typically paying them about $85 to $90 a month, as opposed to them paying us for our energy. But as solar becomes more popular, the network is under strain. It's because our old poles and wires were designed to get energy to your home, not the other way. Recent changes to solar rules mean some households may have to pay power export fees. Now an enormous part of generation is actually coming from our homes into the grid. So it's really important that, in my opinion, we get to 100% renewables grid. The energy regulator is currently developing pricing guidelines and is set to report back later this month. Serena Andaloro, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading slightly lower this morning. The Nasdaq is up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished higher, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,776 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 70 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.29 US cents, almost 79 Japanese yen and $1.03 New Zealand. A woman and two children, the youngest just two years old, have died in a tragic accident. Five children were on board when the car crashed down an embankment in central Mangrove on the New South Wales central coast. The woman and two children died at the scene. Three others have been airlifted to hospital. 
Prime Minister Scott Morrison has held his first official meeting with US President Joe Biden in New York. Ahead of the meeting, the two leaders spoke warmly about the long-standing partnership between Australia and the US, but they wouldn't be drawn on French fury over their controversial submarine deal. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Woodward, who's at the White House. Good morning, David. The two leaders had a lot to discuss. Morning, Jody. Yes, a lot to discuss between the two men, but as we just heard there, neither willing to be drawn on uh, that deteriorating relationship with uh, France now in light of the new AUKUS alliance. But uh, we are told that behind closed doors, uh, both men have discussed at length the ongoing role that EU allies play for regional security and stability, particularly uh, within the Indo-Pacific region. We're also told uh, that both men have recommitted to that quad grouping as well. That is is a regional alliance along with India and Japan. But above all, they have celebrated this enduring relationship between their two countries. And the United States and Australia have always shared a partnership that is about a world order that favours freedom. But it's not just about our partnership, because our partnership reaches out to so many others, whether it be our friends in, in the ASEAN nations or in Europe or elsewhere where we share so many like-minded interests. The United States has no closer or more reliable ally uh, than uh, Australia. Our nations have stood together for a long, long time. And uh, you can, uh, we can rely on one another, and that's really a reassuring thing. The President and the Prime Minister there. Look, it has been an incredibly diplomatic, intense day today for Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison. He has held a number of those meetings in New York City today, a number of them with key senior European leaders as well. Of course, no French leaders among those meetings today, but they have certainly passed the message on, perhaps none sharply, than EU Council President Charles Michel, who summed it up when he said, thank you for your message, but as you know, for us, transparency and loyalty are a fundamental fundamental principle. So the French there are still not ready to forgive or forget Australia. Okay, David Woodward at the White House, thank you. The lava flow from a volcanic eruption on Spain's La Palma Island is threatening more than a thousand homes. A river of molten lava is destroying everything in its wake as it gushes towards the sea. Authorities evacuated another village after lava started spewing from a new crack in the volcano. Scientists say the lava flows could continue for weeks or months to come. We're being given a sneak peek into the life of Prince Philip and his mark on the royal family. Prince William has spoken candidly in a teaser clip from an upcoming documentary about his late grandfather. William reveals how Prince Philip loved tricking his grandchildren into squirting mustard during family lunches. He used to get in a lot of trouble from my grandmother for covering most of the places uh, we had lunch and things with mustard on the ceiling. And I actually think the marks are still there. From yeah, I think so. Meantime, the Duchess of Cambridge has shown her adventurous side going abseiling with a group of air cadets during a visit to the Lake District. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In sport, the AFL Premiership Cup has landed in the hands of two footy legends in Perth. Demons champion Gary Lyon and Bulldogs legend Chris Grant showed off football's ultimate prize ahead of Saturday's game. Yesterday, we had a quokka predicting the Bulldogs to win. Now it's Henry the Octopus in in Perth's underwater aquarium. And good news for Dee's fans. He's predicting they will break their 57-year Premiership drought. West Tigers have had a sudden change of heart and will stick with coach Michael Maguire. The joint venture issued a statement saying Maguire will remain in the top job. The Tigers cancelled an emergency meeting on Monday where they were expected to axe Maguire after another poor season. The 47-year-old is contracted until the end of 2023. And the Panthers have been hit with a $25,000 fine after trainer Pete Green broke the rules in their semi-final win over the Eels. Green had officials stop the game so he could attend to Mitch Kenny despite the injury not being serious. He's been suspended for the rest of the season. Australia has unearthed a new star in the making in a dominant start to the summer of cricket. 18-year-old Darcy Brown became the youngest Aussie ever, male or female, to take four wickets in a one-dayer against India in Mackay. Everyone, you know, I guess gets wickets every now and then. So, um, yeah, just pretty, pretty lucky that they've all, all come, come today. But, you know, you never know when I might, might have a four games where I don't get a wicket. Aussie star Alyssa Healy made light work of the tourists' 226-run target, smashing 77. Rachel Haynes also finished with a half-century as Australia claimed a nine-wicket win in the first one-dayer. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a cold front is generating strong winds and highland snow over southeastern parts of Australia. A broad high is keeping elsewhere dry and settled, while directing hot and gusty winds to northern parts of the country. Around the capitals today, sunshine ahead for Brisbane, heading for a top of 24 degrees, 20 and mostly sunny in Sydney. Canberra can expect some early frost and a top of 17. Rain clearing in Melbourne, a top of 17 as well, mostly sunny in Hobart hitting 20, cloudy and 17 degrees in Adelaide, 27 and sunny in Perth and sunshine with a top of 36 degrees in Darwin. 